you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Fantasy freaks and geeks, what's up? You're listening to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. I'm James Coe, joined alongside by the whiz kid from Wisconsin, behind the glass, Alex Gelhar, the Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano, and the franchise sitting in uh, for Marcus Grant, MG. Uh, what, what's up with Marcus? He's Marcus's best friend is, uh, is turning 40, and uh, Marcus is taking a quick trip to Vegas oh. before uh, football action on Sunday. So, so he- I thought he was sick. He will be sick then. Is what uh, is what you're telling me? I mean, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> Franchise Matt Franciscovich uh, stepping in. Franchise, what's going on, man? What's up, Co? Little little depressed after that Steelers game last night, but uh, oh, that's right, you're a Steel City guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Steelers fan. Wasn't, well, let's jump right good. into it. How, how did <laughs> how did they give away this game, man? Holy, cow. I thought this game was over about 17 different times. Well, blame two people, Josh Scobie. Oh. Yep, and then. Todd Haley, I guess, at the uh, at the end of that game. That made no sense. But I will say this. Mike Vick should have had 16 or 17 fantasy points. It was not his fault that Antonio Brown dropped that pass in the end zone. Tough catch. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. He, you got to catch that ball, man. I mean, you're an NFL wide receiver. Antonio's made harder catches. Nine times out of ten. I'm not saying he hasn't, but it's not that. It's not a basic catch. Uh, he's diving to the ground. He's got two guys on him. No, I mean, he doesn't. It's a, no, he doesn't. It's a, it's a tough catch. you got to catch that ball. It's not that tough for, oh. for, for Antonio Brown. Apparently, Michael Fabiano's got Antonio No, Brown. I don't. I actually <laughs> – Melissa Stark's got him going against me in the talent league, so I was happy with it. But, uh, again, like – NFL is, you know, is a team game, and uh, Antonio Brown let Vic down when he dropped that ball, and Josh Kobe let the whole city of Pittsburgh down when he can't make a field goal, and uh, then Todd Haley with his play calling uh, at the end of the game, and uh, it was sort of the perfect storm, and, and Baltimore comes out of there with a win, and I think the, the, the thing that you take out of it from a fantasy perspective is that Le'Veon Bell's role is not going to change. Nope. He's still awesome. Um, Antonio Brown had his fewest number of targets in a game so far this year. He had nine. Still got a he- that's still a he healthy amount. Right. He had eleven. <laughs> that's a crazy amount. He had eleven, Absolutely. eleven, and thirteen in the three previous games. But then again, 
So you have to be a little worried if you have Antonio Brown, but then again, the reason why he didn't have a decent stat line was because he dropped that touchdown. Uh, no doubt about it. I, yeah. I want to get uh, your take on uh, Antonio Brown uh, franchise just because, you know, I, I think a lot of folks, if they didn't watch the game fully, well, I'll tell you this, if they didn't see the uh, the near touchdown catch, I don't want to call it a drop, but it was a Dude, drop. That was- I, th- I, thought it was, I thought it was a tough catch. It um, was a drop. But, it was a drop. Okay, fine. It's Let a, him off the uh, hook. Gosh, you guys are on one today. On, man. You guys are on one today. Hey, I'm I, trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. It's he's re- the great Antonio Brown. It went right through his hands, man. I mean, that's <laughs> – and there wasn't a defender there. Like, um, the, the defending the ball, he just dropped it. There's a defender he's on getting, his back. He's getting his shoulder yanked. Behind him. Yeah, getting <laughs> – pull, pull Whoa, on his shoulder. That's still no. a defender on no, him. He wasn't pulling on his shoulder. <laughs> no, nobody was pulling no, on him. No, he was not. Now you're, now you're making up lies. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying there's a guy on him. I no, mean, it's not like he's wide no, open. He's falling he was, to the ground. He I mean, was open. Wow. Was just open. no no mercy here in the Fantasy Life podcast. Uh, but no uh, – because here's the thing, I think a lot of folks are going to freak out, right, on Antonio Brown Wiz yes. uh, franchise. Uh, because think about it, Mike Vick comes in, a lot of folks are kind of already on edge, and then you kind of look at the stat line, you say, whoa, 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 okay, uh, all my fears have been actualized here. Yeah, I mean, I'm if I'm an Antonio Brown owner, I am very nervous. The Steelers don't play again until next Monday night, so that's a good. It's a lot of days for everyone to talk about how scared they are about Antonio Brown. Oh, Vic, right. Vic. Sure. Clearly is not uh, big, clearly Big Ben. <laughs> like it's not the same Steelers offense. So yeah, if I'm a Brown owner, I mean it's not like you're gonna bench him, but you gotta lower your expectations. Uh, Wiz, what do you do with Antonio Brown? What are you What are you advising folks? You start him. He's one of the best wide receivers. Well, in the no, league. of course you're gonna start him, but I think it's more of a trade of do you keep him or trade him? I advise people to chill out. Ben's gonna come <laughs> back in like four or five weeks. Brown's still gonna be good. He got nine targets. Like Fabs and I both said, he should have had a touchdown. Hit him right in the hands. It's just to cool cool your jets. It was a Thursday night game. Everybody plays sloppy on Thursday. There you go. I like it. All right. Any other takeaways? Oh, how about this? Justin Forsett. Uh, a lot Found of folks woke up. Finally. A lot of folks were saying, hey, he, this guy's done. He's a one-year wonder, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I thought he ran well. I, not only were the holes there, obviously, but I thought he was able to find uh, smaller holes and make the most out of what he was given as well. He showed good speed, good burst, uh, good lateral movement, which is what we saw from him last year in his Pro Bowl campaign. Um, I, I, I hesitate to say it, but is he back, or is this just a one-game anomaly against a pretty poor Steelers defense? Well, they actually hadn't been that bad against the run going into the game, so... Um We'll see if he's back, but he did get, what, 27 carries, which is a whole boatload. I'd love to see that uh, more often. What surprised me is that he didn't have any catches. And what we we talked about in the preseason about Mark Tressman was that Forsett all of a sudden has more PPR value. Right. I mean, he didn't catch a pass, but he had a great game, and it was good to see him – Catch that, uh, catch that hot streak there last night, and hopefully he can turn it into a, uh, a nice streak for fantasy owners. I wonder if this is a departure from the Tressman system. If Harbaugh basically said, look, man, we're 0-3, it's not working, let's get back to power run game, um, tough defense, uh, and try to control the clock a little bit more. Did anyone get that takeaway from, from what we saw yesterday? No, it could have just been that things finally started clicking for the offense too, you know, adapting to the to the scheme and stuff like that. And Forsett had a couple big holes too. I mean, he did have that 33-yarder. He right. did have a, a couple 11-yarders where sure. – What did he end up with, Hun- over 150? Buck 35, One, I think. Buck 35. Forsett? Yeah. yeah. 150. Oh, that's right. He got the. He was at 135 at the regulation. He got a 
overtime. Got more in overtime. Overtime hooked it so up. So buck fifty. So I, yeah, I mean, I just say, you know, it's just kind oh. of a. Uh, it's in his hands. <laughs> what, what, what are you showing over here? For showing this Zapruder film. The guy's pulling on it. his shoulder. It's Antonio it, Brown. He's got the ball in his hand. But he has an elbow on his shoulder. How oh, an elbow that, on my shoulder? How oh my is gosh. that? How is that not oh having a defender? Oh man! Literally right. on you. Come on! Right. He is literally on you. This is ridiculous. We have a, we have a big show. Hands. We got to get to headlines. We got to get to matchups. We're getting to buy low candidates. Oh, by the way, you can man. still sign up to play fantasy. NFL.com/slash/fan. Check it all. And I'd still content. draft Antonio Brown in the first round. Yes. Okay, add a baby. Um, all, right. all right, let's get the top headline. Let's do it. The camera highlights in the world of sports. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. This is the woo. I like turtles. We continue to follow breaking news. Watch the news because I'm a kid. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife. All right, how about in Baltimore? We'll stay in Baltimore. Brashard Perriman has his knee scoped. He's out indefinitely. Some interesting details uh, in that story as well. Am I seeing that uh, that he's trying to get, like, stem cell research done on his knee or, or something injected into his knee? What every, time, of- every time I hear that, I think of that episode of Family Guy. Yeah, sure. Why are we not funding this? <laughs> I, th- I think of the, uh, the Friday Night Lights when Street goes south of the border to try and get, Scotty Porter. Up, try and get hooked up with some uh, stem cell research to fix his back. But yeah, I didn't see that part of the story. But this what, is- what do we make of uh, of Perriman's injury? I mean, he was kind of a interesting rookie prospect because the guy's got unbelievable speed, or at least he did. Um, and obviously, Joe Flacco's got a really nice deep ball, uh, and this eh. is, it's something kind. Of- <laughs> <laughs> That's what people always say, but I've never liked it. No, no, it's because he could get an amazing amount of air. Well, yeah, underneath. but that doesn't make it good. That allows defenders to get underneath it. He under like the great pass to Jacoby Jones in the playoffs. He underthrew that. I, um, yes, he d- he, he underthrows a lot of deep well, balls. He underthrew well, that one to Crockett in Week One. I think Crockett the deep and I are clearly feisty this morning. Yeah, we're yeah. feisty, man. Guys are Jeez. Hot, man, I, coming God. in hot. Bottom I'm line here trying. is simple: if you were holding on to Perriman, drop in, drop. in seasonal leagues, drop. kick him to the curb. Let's move on. All right, Demarco Murray <laughs> practices fully Thursday. Wait, wait, wait. We should address this a little more though, because Steve Smith got hurt. Yeah. Uh, probably not like where he's going to sit out, but we had to see. Franchise's boy Kamar Aiken. Yeah, buddy. Boy. Uh, Crockett's Come hurt. Baby, baby. Crockett's hurt right now too. Oh gosh, I played so, Max like, Williams. By the way, that do, was a horrible mistake. Yeah. Do you guys pick up any of these other Baltimore wide receivers in the intro? No. Somebody has to catch passes. Well, keep on in mind team. you've got no. you've got bye weeks. You know that have just started. So potentially uh, Aiken's going to be a guy you pick up if Steve Smith is hurt. But so here's here's interesting uh, an interesting stat. And um, Matt Money Smith on Fantasy Life today, we will probably fight about this. But <laughs> Steve Smith has had six games in his career against the Steelers, and he's never had eight fantasy points in a game ever. And this is probably the hottest he's ever been going into a game. Don't tell me trends can't help you when you're setting your fantasy lineup. That, you got lucky he got injured. <laughs> he didn't do anything before he, he was, got hurt. He was yeah, getting he targeted. He had two points. He was getting targeted, though. Had, I don't care if he was targeted. He had two points. It the reason, matter. the you reason, got lucky. Yeah, the reason, uh, the, the dude. Come on, uh, yeah. I don't on. know. I don't. I don't. Look, I, I like a lot of your trends. Uh, the Steelers stuff he, like he, that. The Steelers just have held him in check in in those games that he's played. Different D coordinators. That's, different. Who cares? Teams, it's a trend. Different, uh, it's a trend. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. No, no. You're right. Hashtag fact. Yes, it it's is a trend, a trend. <laughs> but it doesn't mean it's rooted in reality. It doesn't mean it's rooted in facts. No. 
It's just, it's I, just what well, it is. What it is, right? It's a fact that in six games he's never had eight, eight or more. It's fantasy a coincidence. Points. You know what? If I flip a coin six times back here and it's heads every time, that's that's a trend. Trend. It's also a coincidence. But you know what? It probably won't be. No. But that's anyways. All right, let's go. To, let's go to Demarco Murray. <laughs> okay, fine. Demarco Murray practices fully Thursday. Uh, what do we make of the Eagles' backfield, which is cu- quickly becoming quite complicated? The first game Murray has where he looks good, trade him. Because yeah. this is going to be a headache all year long. And I didn't like Murray going into the season. I don't like him now from a fantasy perspective. Uh, you go from the three-headed monster to the two-headed monster last week, and you had some production from both guys. Now you're back potentially to the three-headed monster. And if you guys look at the touches that Matthews received when Murray was playing, they weren't really No, he had like, what, four or five carries yeah, the entire time? It was time. like nothing. So I, I don't know that the Eagles are going to go back to that because Matthews looked pretty good last week. But yeah. Yeah, man, this is just this is just a bad situation there uh, in Philly. Great, Bob. Exactly, no, it is not great. Um, in terms of uh, uh, Matthews, uh, does his value take a dip, or do we think Chip Kelly's going to do? Well, look, I, I mean, they ran the ball much more effective uh, in Week Three. Uh, I would be really surprised if they didn't continue to feed Ryan Matthews. I'd be very surprised. I don't know feed, but I, I would guess that the touch split is going to even out a little yeah. bit more rather than being so heavily tilted in Murray's favor, especially because he's coming back from injury. Like whether or not they spin the narrative that way and it's not like, wow, Ryan Matthews was clearly more effective. And they're like, we don't want to rush DeMarco back. <laughs> but I think the touches are going to be evened out a little bit more. And How much does each guy get then? I don't know. I'm not enough. I'm I too still, worried to start either. I'm not going to say it's 50-50. I mean, I'd say 70-30. They paid DeMarco a lot of money. They paid and, Ryan Matthews a bunch yeah, of money, too. Not as much as DeMarco. If, and they, and but again, they, they how his investment. deal is structured, is it's essentially a one-year deal. I mean, how much I don't is he think, making this year? It doesn't matter. I mean, because they're not invested in him long-term. That's why it doesn't matter whether or not they, they also, though, if he looks good for next How much is Chip Kelly going to make if he's out of a job? He's going to start the guy that helps him win. True. Uh, well, Chip Kelly was also probably a big component, uh, proponent of bringing uh, bringing Murray into the into the organization too. So he doesn't want to watch. But yeah, he's shown uh, a lot of loyalty to guys. Before. And by the way, <laughs> and by the way, I mean, don't tell me they're not that they're not invested. He get twenty one million dollars guaranteed, James. Uh huh. Out of forty, that's right. an investment. I agree with it. I, and, I and they're going to want the way it's structured. He also got a, a one, five million dollars signing deal. bonus. Yeah, one year deal for like twenty six million. <laughs> Come on, dude. DeMarco's got a good agent. What can we say? You know, he does one-year deal or $26 million is basically what you're looking at right now. You're going to play him. All right, so give me some I mean, fantasy advice, Fabs. I just told you. <laughs> Murray is someone – you almost have to play him if he's active. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you him. invested a second-round pick in him probably. Yeah. But, again, wait for that big game he has and then cut ties. Get rid Man, of him. I'd, I, bench, listen, I'd just, bench him. I, I, I would – Murray's a guy I would be trying to trade. Jimmy Graham's a guy I'd be trying to trade. Jeremy Macklin's a guy I'd be trying to trade. All right, we move on to Houston, another running back. Uh, Arian Foster, a game-time decision for the Texans. Uh, Adam Rank has famously said if he's in, he's playing uh, for his so roster. you're telling me there's a chance. I don't know if I, uh, I, don't know if I buy that. Um, wh- what do we make of the news? Um, obviously, they've got a great matchup coming up here. So uh, if he does play, what do we do with Arian Foster? I'm with Rank. I'm playing him. Fire Start him up, dude. Fire him up. Man, let's go. Atlanta's run defense he's an RB1. is not good. Um, and Foster's one of the five best fantasy running backs in the game. So just they need take out take fantasy out of that. He's one of the five best running yep. backs in the well, game. Well, I always think fantasy. Yeah. You know. I know, I know what you're saying. But yeah, like, if yeah. if he's on the field, he's gonna. It, they're not gonna deploy him if he can't take the full workload. They right. they will not risk him. So right, you if, would you would think. Yeah, if they deem him like healthy enough to play, I'm playing him. Yeah, 
Ooh, There's yeah. no way I do not start him. The guy's got like three quarters of a growing left. I mean, am I? <laughs> he has been. Did you not watch Hard Knocks? He has been, <laughs> he has been working hard, James. He's trying to come back, and he's been he's been on the shelf for like what six, seven long weeks time. now. Long time, long time. He's uh he's he's getting ready. He's getting ready. Oh, I'm excited. Man. I don't know. I've I, got him in a couple leagues, and I can't wait. Dude, I have him, I think, in, I think I have him in five leagues out of my eight. It's four or five. I, I don't know why I'm the only person concerned about his injury. Well, look, he, well, sure. he could get injured again. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But, but you get him back. Gosh, if he's, if he's on the field, he's dynamite yeah. in oh, fantasy. I'm, I, I'm, I'll, be, I'll just go on record and say, even if he plays, I, I'd put him on the bench. But that's wow. just me. Who would, I, you, who would you start? Murray or, uh, say Foster plays and Murray plays this week. Who would you DeMarco start? Murray or Arian Foster? Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Ooh, who would you start? Wow. Okay, if I had to choose between those two options, I will go with Arian Foster. Okay, good. Yeah. Between those two, op- those are not great options. Those are what? Oof, Arian Foster's not a great option if he's active. No, no. man, he's playing against, on half a groin against man. Atlanta. Yeah, I know it's great. Yeah, but they 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 feel his groin is in good shape if they if they play him. Yeah, I agree. Like they're not going to put him out there hobbled. They're not. No. He's too. He's no, too he's, valuable. He's, yeah. If the he's guys, out there, the guy, he's but gonna... the, here's the thing: the guys played hobbled before. Whatever. We move on. Anyways, uh, uh, Lashawn McCoy, Sammy Watkins, likely out for the Bills. Uh, I love this question. Is is Percy Harvin startable? <laughs> yes, he absolutely is because he's already got a little thing going there oh, with with Tyrod Taylor. I, I think Harvin's a three flex. This I know week. it sounded ridiculous yeah, when I when I wrote it in the rundown, but I was actually in a pinch, and I forget if it was the twelve or fourteen team league I'm in. Right. And I had to start Harvin last week because like wide receivers were tra- yeah. like an Andre Johnson. I'm like I'm not starting you, <laughs> and I had some other right. people I had to pick him up and start him. But if Watkins is out. It's going to leave more targets to go to uh, go to Harvin. I feel like this is a Chris Hogan game. You feel like it's 7-11? I feel – I don't know why. He I had his like... game last week. Didn't he catch a touchdown or did that one get I called back? I think he did. Or he did, did catch you, a touchdown. Did he? I don't know. I think he did. He, he got a touchdown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he did. Well, there you go. So I, I feel like I feel like it's going to be the Hogan game part two. I'm not sure. Harvin, Harvin the return is – of Hogan. Harvin's the most targeted wide receiver on the Bills, too, this season. Yep. Oh, they've actually been They've actually been trying to get him some work. All right. Yeah. I like it. Um, should we move on, or is there anything else we want to tell? Oh, uh, Carlos Williams. Carlos oh, Williams. Oh, boy. Carl. Yeah, I mean, Carlos we'll get to Williams. him down there as well, but, uh, I mean, he's you got to start him if you've got him. Yep. McCoy sits. I've got him in my top ten running backs this week. I think oh, me, too. I think me, I too. Too. The only, Look at you, pal. only running back this year has scored a rushing touchdown in all three games. He's also, like, what, the 11th running back right now yep. in, in fantasy? 10 and or 11, yeah. And barely getting any carries. It's amazing. Yeah, so with he, McCoy on the field. If he gets the full workload, look out. It's going to be a great game. He's going to be owned everywhere in DFS, but he's kind of a guy you got to be in because he's going to be a huge bargain. See here, yeah. Right, but here's the thing, because the fantasy gods are always cruel. <laughs> I mean, does, uh, d- does he completely flop this week because no. we are all – over him. No. I hope not. I hope not. I remember a couple of too. weeks ago, well, we said that about Drew Brees in week two, and he's playing the Buccaneers, and he stunk. So, I mean, I, I'm starting him, and the, the numbers and the matchups say Williams is a really good play in traditional fantasy and DFF, uh, DFS. It doesn't matter, but there is one thing that you have to remember. Nothing is 
guaranteed. Yeah. And the fantasy gods are cruel. Yes, but they are. He'll get down there inside the Very five. Very cruel. They'll, they'll put Anthony Dixon in. <laughs> don't don't put that stuff <laughs> like that into the universe franchise. Yeah, don't do that. You know it'll happen. Come on, you know man. Come on, man. Uh, no, I'm it. I'm I'm going Williams all week. Andrew all Luck doesn't throw Wednesday and Thursday dealing with some shoulder issues. Uh, obviously, he struggled out of the gates. He's had one good quarter out of, uh, what, what's four times three, 12? Yep. One good quarter <laughs> out of 12. Um, what do we make in the news? How worried are you? Are, are we going full Jody Foster panic room here? Well, I mean, we've got to see what happens today. I mean, if, he, yeah. if he's limited or doesn't, then I'm worried. Then I'm taking him out of stardom and sit him and uh, replacing him with somebody else because then you've got an issue. But if we hear reports on Friday that, hey, he practiced, he threw, everything was okay, then it's business as usual with Andrew Luck. But, boy, I mean, Matt Hasselbeck is is not exactly going to light the world on fire, and that that makes the guys like, you know, T.Y. and uh, Moncrief. Moncrief a little less attractive this week, and I like 100%. both of them. Yeah. I that's why I put this on here is because I'm concerned, and I know this is a case where we were talking about you know with the, like Demarco, you invested a first or second round pick in Luck, but he hasn't thrown Thursday or Wednesday, and if he's limited again on Friday, given how much their offense has struggled, I'm probably getting him out because hopefully if you hopefully if you have Luck, you have picked up somebody else Tyrod, in these last three weeks. Derek Carr, Tyrod, Dalton, Derek Carr, I'd start them all above Luck this week if he's dinged oh, up again. That's how the crazy. mighty have fallen. That's crazy. How the mighty have fallen. This uh, is, well, I, I'm of the mind where when it comes to situations like this, I would rather – I'm very risk-averse. I know Luck could drop six touchdowns and 500 yards on the Jaguars, but if his shoulder is injured, he could just as easily lay a huge egg. Lux, I'd, yeah. I'd rather I'd rather take what I'm going to get with those other guys than, than have that risk-reward with Luck. Luck's start to the season is like the prime example of how – we think we know things, and in, in the end of the day, we don't really know things yeah. sometimes, you know. Yeah, because no one predicted that in a million years that Luck was going to be this ineffective and score this few points in the, in his first three games. Yeah. So the Jaguars as well, uh, a tremendous pass rush. Uh, are they getting Sinderic, Sinderic Marks? Is he is he healthy, good to go? I we don't even know. Uh, the bottom line <laughs> is uh, the Jaguars got a pretty good pass rush, especially when he's in there. Um, and – Obviously, we, what we've seen from the Colts thus far is that they haven't really been able to protect the quarterback too, too well. Oh, man, I hesitate to to say bench luck if he's if he's limited in practice today, but I could certainly understand it. I could definitely understand the thought process uh, behind that, especially if you've got a guy like Tyrod Taylor, who is right now what a top five fantasy quarterback. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, the drop. What's the what really is the drop off? But you, man, that's. It's crazy. crazy to think, but it's like it, that's the world we're in right now. As, as you said, one good quarter out of 12. That's pretty crazy. Uh, All right. Ah, uh, quarter. Yes. Uh, today is Friday. We got Sunday games coming up. Uh, one super, super early on Sunday as well as uh, as we go across the pond over to London. Uh, let's talk about some matchups that excite us. And we'll start with Carolina taking on Tampa Bay. Wiz, what do you like there? Well, uh, Fabs, I think you had Cam as your start of the week, if I'm not mistaken, yep. right, at quarterback? Love him. He's got a great situation this week. Ted Ginn could actually be a sneaky, Ooh, sneaky Ted deep Ginn. play in leagues. I'm I playing think, him in our dynasty. League. <coughs> I well, think I have to start him in a league as well. Good. And for me, I know I was hyping Jay Stu a lot in the offseason. This is like the last straw here. <laughs> <laughs> Make this a break. Like, this Make is like Custer's last Well, he's stand. also not practicing. So that was They said that was mostly veteran rest. He did that last week, too. Let me tell you. He's yeah, up. he's been – because he's had some good matchups that he hasn't been able to exploit yet. If he can't do it to Tampa Bay, then – 
Oof. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's why this is this is this is Jay Stu's last stand. And uh, <laughs> if he if he doesn't get it going this week, then I might even consider like dropping him in some league. Cam Newton in six career games against Tampa Bay, sixteen touchdowns, six rushing. Yeah. There you go. Owns them, but that's just a trend. It doesn't matter. It's actually, a coincidence. Well, actually, that's actually a solid trend because the the head coach has actually been there for that long, and uh, those games actually offensive coordinator hasn't been the same. Okay, head coach has to been the same. I like that you're arguing against yourself, Fabs. No, because <laughs> I, no, because it doesn't matter. No, you're saying that well you, that the head coach is the same, but he hasn't been for Cam's whole career. It hasn't been the same coach. It hasn't been the same offense coordinator either. Oh, Cam, doesn't matter. Cam's been a beast the last two games too. He's just oh he he's he's scoring more points than anyone in yeah. the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Jonathan Stewart <clears throat> has been dinged up. He's uh, been dealing with a, a knee ailment, and uh, we've seen his usage rate actually decline quite a bit. I think he was u- uh, in 70% of the offensive snaps in week one. Uh, in week two, it was down to 60%. That doesn't sound like a huge drop-off, except for the fact that Mike Tolbert is, is seeing a heck of a lot more snaps. It's a six, It was a 60-40 split. Uh, in week one in terms of uh, how many offensive snaps they saw. Not how many carries, but how many offensive snaps they saw. I wonder if we see that trend continue. Now, we do. the other thing with uh, uh, Tolbert is that he also is apparently dealing with some minor injuries as well. I don't know if he practiced today or not, but uh, I know that J- Jonathan Stewart and Mike Tolbert uh, were dealing with injuries all throughout practice this week. So that's something that we're going to be watching very, very closely. All right, let's talk about... Um, uh, Derek Carr, ACDC, uh, as the Raider fans like to call it's him. It's a up great there. nickname, by it's the way. Great, man. Love it. It's absolutely great. Uh, all right, they're taking on Chicago, which is, uh, I think, to to be fair, I think they're in rebuilding mode. That's the, uh, that's the, <laughs> that's the PC term to, to say. The euphemism for utter fire sale going on there in Chicago. Um, what do we make of that matchup? Who do we like? Um, I, I mean, obviously, Derek Carr is looking like a great matchup. Amari Cooper looks like a great matchup. Uh, La, La, Latavius Murray looks like a great matchup as well. Um, is there anybody else that we're missing here? Crabtree. Crabtree, yeah. Uh, He's been getting a ton. I think he has the most red zone targets on that team. They haven't turned into touchdowns yet, but at some point – Harmon mentioned it in one of his articles this week. It's going to regress back to the mean, and he's going to get one of those red zone touches in, or one of those red zone targets, and it's going to. He's a, a touchdown. I have him in my top twenty-five. Like he's a, oh yeah, he's a legitimate. He's a, he's a great starter start this, week. this week in fantasy, and a lot of people aren't probably putting that together in their heads because he didn't really have that great of a game last week. Mm-hmm. He's actually got more targets than Amari Cooper this year. Really? Right. There yep. you go. Thirty-three to thirty-one. Derek Carr. If Derek Carr could actually throw to some fantasy relevant uh, players inside the end zone, that would be great. Yeah, would appreciate that. Yeah, the old uh, <laughs> Seth Roberts Andre Holmes <laughs> dynamic duo. Come on. Seth Roberts. Wait, two, quick. Two by, touchdowns this year. I mean, really. By the way, since those were that helped no one, no one touchdowns. Yeah. How about Michael Campanaro running? Oh a my gosh! I know. Last night, Michael don't even get the points. <laughs> was that not the most that helps no one eat moment of all time? It was. I mean, literally, because it wasn't even a Flacco throw. No. I would venture to guess he was zero point zero started in all NFL.com. Michael leagues. Campanaro and yeah. Forsett didn't get the points, and Flacco didn't get the exactly. Points. That was Gross. as THNO as it gets. Um, wow. But yeah, uh, is there uh, anybody in Chicago other than Matt Forte that uh, that you would play? Well, Martellus Bennett. Martellus Bennett. Right. Definitely Martellus Bennett. If Alshon Jeffrey is active, I mean, you've got to be pretty deep at wide receiver to to sit him. Although I don't really expect too much. It looks like Jimmy Clausen is going to be the quarterback, so that hurts Alshon's uh, value. Clausen's still going to, because I know Cutler was coming back to practice, but not quite ready yet. Right. What you're hearing? Right. I I would think uh, Friday today will will be the uh, the deciding factor. What, what does Cutler get in? 
uh, in terms of practice reps if he gets in any, and then we'll see what happens from there. And if, if Clawson's starting, Oakland D is a sneaky stream option. I, even if he's not, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, That's yep. a good call. Uh, Cutler, but, you know, he, it's not like he doesn't turn the ball over. The Martellus right, Bennett, right, yeah. I mean – Oakland's defense hooked you up with the danger zone pick last week for Gary Barnage. They've sure. allowed 200, 297 yards and five touchdowns to tight ends <laughs> in three weeks. Yeah. What is Martellus Bennett going to do? Uh, boy, yeah, that's uh, it's interesting. Maybe maybe for danger zone on Sunday, maybe I look at the backup tight end for Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Bear Pasco? I don't know. Does Bear Pasco jump in there? Is he? Am I making a case for Bear Pasco in Danger Zone? We'll find don't. out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how dare you? Uh, Dallas New Orleans uh, it, it was to start the season a very interesting matchup uh, on Tony paper. Romo, Drew Brees, prime time. What happened? What happened? Sadness. Uh, shout out to Adam Rank because he said this is the uh, the Dallas tribute band versus the New Orleans tribute. Well, <laughs> but Brees might play. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Breeze might play. Everything Breeze is saying, he's he like intends on playing. I don't. Bl- the, the I don't believe it. Is that I, it's I don't a believe that game. So yeah. you can't wait. You have to start someone ahead of him unless you're willing to like start Matt Stafford if you yeah. have him and Breeze. And we're, I, I uh, wouldn't want to do that. We're getting crushed on like big late game injuries coming down to the wire through the first couple weeks. Eddie Lacy, we last Eddie Lacy, week. Marshawn Lynch on Monday Night Football this week, and now yep. we got Breeze on Sunday night. Like. Come on. I don't think he can play Breeze. And you know I what's going to happen is that he's going to throw for like 350 and three touchdowns. No. And everyone's yeah. got him on their bench. Because nah. well, like, no. nah. Dallas, like you said this on the pod, I think, last week, they've been pretty good against quarterbacks that don't have the demigod Julio Jones to throw to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you got to think right. that they would play pretty well against a banged-up Drew Breeze in that offense. But, of course, like you said, Fabs, this is when Drew yeah, Breeze I mean, drops 500 Right, right, because the unexpected uh, happens. <laughs> Brandon Cooks gets like 220 yards. Uh, well, I'm starting him because uh, – You're starting Cooks this week? I, I, I've continued to start him uh, because, well, number Bless one, you. the depth – no, I mean, last week he had 14 points in a PPR league. He did. And he a lot did. of my leagues are PPR no, no, leagues, That's so true. I, I'll take them there. Um, I don't like to play in standard leagues. If, if, I, if I can help it, I'd prefer to play in PPR. But, um, yeah, I, the, the problem is that unless we hear definitively that Breeze is playing on Sunday night, I don't see how you can start him. Here's a real question. Why do you hate quarterbacks? I don't. <laughs> I don't. You, you prefer PPR leagues. But, never supply, draft quarterback. but it's a supply <clears throat> and demand situation. Why do you hate quarterbacks? And let me tell you something right now. People who drafted Jeremy Hill and C.J. Anderson and, well, before last night, Justin Forsett are having a hell of a time trying to replace those guys, and they can't because there's not enough depth at running back on the waiver wire. People who drafted Romo and Breeze and Roethlisberger. But those are the same hey, people. Hey, guess what? I'm getting Tyrod Taylor. But those Taylor, are the same people. And I'm getting people, Andy though. Dalton. And I'm getting Derek Carr. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's guys that are off the waiver wire who are amazing players. That's why. Oh, my gosh. We could spend an hour talking about this, but that's okay. Uh, listen, uh, in terms of Joe Randall, um, I got a really interesting Twitter question. Uh, somebody asking me, I've got Jeremy Hill. I'm thinking about training him for Joe Randall. It's a pretty fair deal. Yeah. It's a fair deal, uh, at least I, on paper. But I, I know most – I think most experts, right, would say, no, don't do it. Right. But it, I, I'm starting to I'm starting to say that's a hard trade to turn down. After last week, yeah. Anybody going to – anyone taking a strong stance on Jeremy Hill here? Well, I, I'd, I'd rather I, keep Hill. Yeah, I like Hill's upside a lot better. I would stick with him. Uh, at this point, and you know me, I've been like the Joe Randall guy here. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, I, I'd probably still stick with uh, with Hill at this point. Oof, man. It's getting hard. I tell you what, it's getting really difficult to argue that side, though. It's getting really, really difficult to argue you, that Here's side. the thing I will say to give to give people hope is that um, 
it's not time to jump ship yet because we've only been through we've only been through three weeks. Yeah, and like last year at this time, Jeremy Hill was the RB twenty something. C.J. Anderson was the RB sixty something. Eddie Lacy was the RB fifty something. Yeah, and they all finished in the top eleven. There you go. So like yeah. they could very easily get hot later. There's a lot of season. No doubt. Left. Eddie Lacy had a terrible start to the season. Yeah, yeah, for like six weeks. People were basically asking the same questions about Lacy last year that they're asking us about Anderson and Hill now. Exactly. exactly. That's that's why I tweeted that out and I put it in. Uh, the, the trade calls article this week because I argued about trading for Hill or Anderson because their owner is undoubtedly Although, frustrated. I'm more I'm more worried about Anderson. Yeah. I'd be more worried about Anderson Hill. too. Like I, I would I would absolutely trade Anderson to get Joe Randall right now. All right, let's talk about some matchups that scare us though. Uh the Lions taking on the Seahawks in Seattle not looking great. Uh Calvin Johnson. What are our expectations for Megatron? Well um he hasn't had a great start to the year either. Nope. Um, although last week in PPR, he was he, he was pretty he's, good. The last two weeks, he's, he, yeah, he's been targeted a ton. Right. Yeah. And, and you would think that's going to continue. And you would also think if you're trying to project game flow, Detroit's probably going to be throwing a lot in the second half because I don't know that Seattle's not going to jump on them early. So you, you don't start Stafford. No, no chance. You don't start Stafford. You start Calvin. I'd say double A is probably a flex, especially – with I mean, Joyce Bell's done nothing. Why are they even playing him? They still like they they, they said this week. Him. Jim Caldwell said, and I quote: "Joyce Bell's just not there yet, but we right. think he'll get Stop there." Stop playing him, but no, a, a sleeper, <laughs> a sleeper in Detroit that I would start this week is Eric Ebron. Seattle's defense is good, not good against tight ends. Look at the numbers over the last year plus. Yeah, so, we saw Antonio Gates go for three touchdowns. I, I would certainly year. start uh, Ebron. And then on the flip side, the big question mark is, okay, you know, you know you're starting Graham, you know you're starting Russell Wilson, but Marshawn Lynch, and, and I, I said this on NFL Fantasy Live, I have a source who's close to the Seahawks who told me that he was really surprised that Lynch didn't play last week, that typically when he's banged up and uh, he, he's, he hasn't practiced, he can still get in there and play. The fact that he didn't might be a window into a, a look at, well, maybe he's really not healthy at this point. And I know the Seahawks like Thomas Rawls. So if you don't have Rawls on your roster – you can't play Lynch. No. You can't play him. Yeah. Because unless you also have Amir Abdullah, say, and then you can plug Abdullah in instead of Lynch, then you're you're risking a zero. I usually do game tape um, on guys like Thomas Rawls uh, if they just pop up out of nowhere. I haven't seen game tape of him yet. I don't know. I know nothing. He's good. Of Thomas Rawls, he's Brian. good. He was an undrafted free agent that they really loved, and he got a lot of he got a lot of run in the preseason. Uh, and he he looks good. He's strong. He's quick. You know, he's young, and uh, he fits their scheme well. That's why they were able to get rid of Robert Turbin and Kristen Michael this offseason because they believed in Rawls. Mm-hmm. And he, he proved it this past week when he had to come in and take the lead role. He got 104 yards. Yeah. Um, I was actually surprised, though, that Fred Jackson didn't get any burn at all. I was very surprised by that. Um, I think when the injury news came out that uh, Marshawn was dealing with a calf or whatever it was last week, I think there was a big rush to go get Fred Jackson. Yeah, absolutely. Right. A- and he did. I mean, he just saw no usage whatsoever. Uh, moving forward, do you still see him getting no burn and, and Thomas Rawls getting a lot of work, or is, will that be more you know equitable moving forward? I think I think anything is possible, but uh, I, based on what we saw last week, Rawls looks like uh, a guy who's going to see the ball seventy percent of the time out of the backfield uh, if Lynch can't play. Part- by, by the way, I was just going. Oh, go ahead. I I was just gonna say I think Fred Jackson is more of like a third down passing guy. Like if they're if they're behind and need to, you know, if they're trying to play catch up a little bit, Fred Jackson will get more looks. Right, because I think why Rawls got so much run last week too was the game scripts. He was in and they were up 
the entire time. Yeah, they were over just, the Bears. They were just killing. They had clock. no reason to pass on third down or yeah. go deep where Fred Jackson would be in there for a check down or run a route. So they it could even out more, but it, Rawls is the guy that's going to get it between the tackles. All right, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um. By the way, Matt Stafford, he he's got to be a drop at this point. No. Yeah. I, I mean, if if you've got a, a another quarterback that you can play, <clears throat> I, I I'm always interested in seeing these Matt Stafford versus fill in the blank quarterback. I always pick fill in the blank quarterback. Yeah. Whoever it might be, Eli Brandon Manning, Whedon. Brandon Whedon. Who's he playing this week? Luke McCown, Josh Ooh. McCown, Josh McCown. I'll take Josh McCown over Matt Stafford. Whoa, I I, uh, <laughs> I might be with you. Whoa. I mean the look, the numbers aren't great. They're not scoring a lot of touchdowns. He's injured right now too. He's dinged up. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I don't believe in the offense at all. Yeah. I've been a very vocal. Um, look, I think he's a. I think I think the guy Caldwell up there in uh, in Detroit's a fine. Uh, real-life head coach. But this is where fantasy and real life differ, right? Like, in fantasy, he just doesn't put up stats, period. Um, and I don't like the way the offense is run. I know that they try to cater a little bit more towards their defense. He's more of a defensive-minded dude. That's fine. That's great. You can win the ball games like they, that. I'm not saying that. but for fantasy, give the ball to Amir? <laughs> like, yeah, I know. It's all we want. Yes. Exactly. I say it on this podcast every all week until he actually gets 17 touches, and I then know. their offense gets sparked and be like, oh, wow, surprise. Hey, let's talk about this London game very quickly. Miami it. versus the Jets. Um, I, the London games have tended to be kind of ugly. Yeah. Yes. Um, do we think this breaks the trend or no? Probably not. I, I don't like a lot of Dolphins in this game. No. I really don't. No, 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 no. Um, I, I guess you're playing Jarvis Landry in a PPR, but in a standard league. Does, La- does Landry I'm get the really, Revis treatment? I'm really worried I think about so. him. It just seems I even, weird because he's more of a slot guy and Revis doesn't really – I mean, he doesn't cover the slot often. I even benched – I benched Landry in our Dynasty League, and that's a that's a PPR league. I just wow. did not – I did not like this setup at all for him. I, Tannehill has been a disappointment. Lamar has been a disappointment. Uh, Landry's been the only startable guy. I mean, Jordan Cameron hasn't really done a whole much of anything. So this is a – in fantasy terms, this is a Jets game. Yeah. This is Brandon Marshall. Uh, this is the Jets' defense. Ivory's been back to practicing in full this week, so Ivory. I think he's a guy you can deploy. You know what again. sucks, though, about that is, like, you have to wake up so early to find to out. figure out whether or not he's going to play or not because it's the – Well, uh, out here, at least or, it's a 9.30 alarms. game on the East Coast. Or yeah. you can well, stay up late. Yeah. Stay up late. Pulling all nighter. Huh? huh? Oh, no. Man. Uh, yeah, you could hit the bars. You know, go home. Watch uh, a little, we, we're not. We're not advising that. Come uh, on. Watch a little uh, NFL Fantasy Live replay. Yeah, it replays okay. at like what eleven o'clock sure. out here, two a.m. on yeah, the right? East Coast. DVR, you know, whatever. Very cool. You know, but yeah, watch that, and then you know, set your lineup. The Have matchup to, is the matchup <laughs> is pretty good. Yeah. So if Ivory can get out there and play, the the thing that I worry about is that he's going to split work with Bilal Powell until he's one hundred percent. But the matchup is definitely good. The the best start in this game is is Marshall. Be Marsh, and and we may have thought differently three weeks ago because the Dolphins' defense was supposed to be so good, and right. you know Marshall was supposed to take a step down with the Jets, and, and the opposite has happened. Um, I will say this deep sleeper, and this was this was a, a, a player featured on Danger Zone on Wednesday. Devin Smith, he got nine targets. Yeah. In his first game back, remember he had a partially punctured lung. It's not like he was dealing with a uh, a lower leg ailment or a back or a shoulder or anything. It was a freak injury, no doubt about it. And um, when he came back, he was ready to rock and roll. That kind of depends on Decker's status, though. I would agree. I, I would agree. Yeah. It sounds. Decker, I don't think it sounds like Decker's going to play. Decker's though. a game time decision. Yeah, game time. Like. Yep. I think he's dinged up either way, right? So, like, I think Devin Smith does get out there, even if Decker is a surprising start. I don't think he plays. 
a lot of snaps because, you know, again, he's still trying to come back from injury. Uh, Devin Smith is an interesting guy because he was a legit home run threat at Ohio State, and that's something this offense desperately needs. I love Brandon Marshall and his chemistry with, with Fitzpatrick, but, boy, he's not that burner who goes down the sideline. Devin Smith is that guy. And he definitely adds another dimension to the offense, and that's what I really like about him. Look, is he going to put up a huge – he's boom – I mean, you want to talk about boomer bust. This dude is boomer bust. He's yeah. going to either catch yeah. – uh, you know, he's either going to catch a deep one for touchdown or he's not. But what I liked about it, though, was the fact that he got nine targets. Yeah, that was – first game back. The, the volume was good to see, so I don't, I don't mind the Devin Smith play. I was excited when the Jets drafted him because – like you said, Marshall and Decker are those big body, good possession guys to right. run all the things in the intermediate. That's and then right. Just see send seven Devin Smith deep. <laughs> see what happens. What are we doing with Lamar Miller? Bench him. <sighs> Benching him. Are yeah. we doing that? Against the Jets defense? That's rough. That's rough. Let's <laughs> replace that Lisa with rough. Lamar right That there. is rough, man. I don't know. Um, the the only problem with with that, it, and I know we say bench a lot of guys, but it's like, <laughs> who do you start yeah. instead of these guys? Right, like, what are your other options? You know, but, you know, I will say this, though, with Lamar. Carlos Williams? Uh, sure, sure. Devonta Freeman? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I will say this, though. Uh, the Jonas Gray play is starting to scare me. He's injured now. Yeah, he's hurt. Is he? Yeah, yeah. he's hurt. Oh, gosh. What is <laughs> going on? Backfield man? is just a wreck, man. Oh, no good. Ugly. Uh, Tannehill? No. 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 Okay. All right. We're moving on. <laughs> I, I, I could think of three quarterbacks that weren't drafted that I'd start over Tannehill this week, at least. Yep. Any concern over Adrian Peterson versus a very stout Denver defense? Okay, move on. I'm yeah, not I'm really. In, <laughs> no. I mean, you're no. starting him. You're not going right. to bench him. But, exactly, like, yeah. I'm very curious to watch this game to see, to see what happens. Yep. Uh, but – like, I mean, regardless. Right, you got to start Peterson. Peterson's, you know, Peterson's playing just, for the Vikings. He's playing for you. I mean, don't don't expect maybe a world like dominating performance from Peterson again. Like, his what did he have a hundred and some yards and two touchdowns last week? Yeah. By the way, the the slide for Teddy Bridgewater will most likely continue this week against Denver, who's got the I mean, just a ferocious pass rush well, so. and yeah. two great cornerbacks and two great cornerbacks. So well. that's why, that's why I'm very curious to see what happens this game. It's a good the matchup. Vikings receivers haven't done much at all this year. This either. this game well. could be a 10 to 6 game. Yeah. In all honesty, <laughs> with oh, these defenses. That's not great. <clears throat> all right, how about all the Rams? Uh, all of your Rams. Todd Gurley, Trey Mason, uh, I nope. don't know how many people are starting. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. Wow. Against, against the Cardinals, man. <laughs> Steering clear. No, uh, okay. Get out of here. Brian think, Quick? No, he's I think the one Ram that might get started in like a deeper league is maybe Jared Jared Cook. Cook I, yeah. I mean, but that's it, man. And and even that's a stretch. Yeah. No right. Nick Foles? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm staying off of this one. Also, we we jumped one the Washington backfield. Oh, okay. Against the Eagles. No. You know, here's the thing. Oh, I uh yeah. I mean, this is this is why we're saying this matchups that scare us, but like, I mean, the yeah. Matt Jones hype train. It's, it's also going to be isn't the weather supposed to be horrible? Well, that game? the, so, the they might, they might so uh it was supposed to be uh it, this is in DC. It was supposed to be, but it looks like the it's hurricane not, not has moved be. up. Yeah, very very and, low percentage. Right, very low percentage uh, of hitting Wash- the Washington D.C. area. Okay. I know I I know I've been advising people watch the weather tracker. Uh, yeah. In that in that game, we're not exactly sure how it's going to affect the East Coast, but um, it looks like Washington D.C. will be clear for Sunday. They're going to get pelted uh, Friday and Saturday, but the the storm I believe is moving up. That's what I saw this morning. So the winds will still be higher than average, but it's not going to be. You know, we're not talking about gusts of like forty or fifty. But yeah, man, like this backfield is a mess right now. I can't start anybody in it. By the way, if you if you do have any fantasy players on the East Coast, 
just uh, it that storm is centered somewhere in the northeast. Uh, just take a look at the weather, uh, you know, and if if your guys are being affected, just know that if you're kind of choosing between two guys, you know, the weather can make a factor, especially for receivers. For yeah. sure. All right. <clears throat> Anything else? KC versus Cincinnati. Anybody Anything? Cons- anybody Jamal concerned? Charles? No. I mean, we're not starting Macklin again. I'm not. I might. No, I think I, got, no? I think I have to start Macklin in two you weeks. To, so, um, I mean, whatever. Just hope for the best. If, if Macklin's a – I mean, Macklin's a, a, a low-end wide receiver, too. Yeah. yeah. A low-end wide receiver, three. Yeah, he's not – he's had – he's played 12 quarters and had two well, – actually, two good ones. Two good and ones. And it was total garbage time. That's why I trade him. Yeah. Trade him now. Uh, it's, I don't know. I can't, I can't get into Macklin in this game. I'd, I'm starting Kelsey. You're, start, sure. you're starting Charles, but, I mean – uh, did I bring this up on the last podcast that, that Alex, the Alex stat that Scott Kazmer from Football Outsiders has compiled? No. So he looked at this stat. This is a, an amazing stat. It's, and he called it Alex because it's error, less expected yards. It's how far away from the first down sticks on a third down a quarterback targets his wide receiver. Okay. You know, most of them, they probably won't go towards it. Some go, some go past it. It's usually around the sticks. Yeah. Alex Smith, on average, throws the ball 10 yards behind the first down marker oh, good. on third down. <laughs> how is he supposed – how are we supposed to believe in a downfield receiver like Jeremy Macklin when Alex Smith throws it 10 yards behind the sticks? That We saw this against Green Bay. It was third and nine, and they ran a five-yard swing pass to DeAnthony Thomas, five yards behind the line of scrimmage. I don't know. That's 14 I, you know, yards away from the first I, it's, down. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, what that also tells you, though, is that KC's in a lot of third and longs. <laughs> Yes. This is true, um, and that's not good. But I don't know, man. I, for some reason, it, look, I, I just believe in the talent level. Jeremy Macklin's an extremely talented wide receiver. He can run every route. You're right, he's a deep guy, but you know what? He also isn't scared to run underneath either. Um, yeah. You know who is talented too? Randy Moss. And when he was in Oakland, he couldn't do a thing. Right. So sometimes the situation supersedes talent. I would agree. Alex, it Alex, just makes me no. sad. Alex Smith is the is the killer for Jeremy. Macklin. And again, and and you know, I've said this, yeah. Well, Alex Smith too. But looking back, uh, Andy Reid, what was it, fifteen years in Philadelphia? Fourteen right. years. It was fourteen years in Philadelphia. Nine times his leading wide receiver didn't have a thousand yards. His, Nine times his offense funnels through the running back. That's right. why Jamal gets all the work, and Brian Westbrook did yeah, back man. in the day for the Eagles. Even Absolutely. look at Deshaun Jackson. One really good year with Philadelphia under Andy Reid. His other best years have been uh, in well, last year in Washington. Yep. Uh, Terrell Owens obviously had some uh, decent years there. <laughs> well, but, uh, he had 1,200 yards. That was the most a wide receiver's ever had. Was that oh. that Super Bowl year? Not to get too off topic. Uh, yes, it was. Okay. Yep. Donovan McNabb. Um, and you can't blame the quarterbacks either because he had McNabb, McNabb Michael Vick when he was really good. Right, right, right. So, or Mike Vick, I'm sorry. Mike Vick. <laughs> now he's Mike. Now yeah, he's, he's Mike, Mike Vick. Vick. We got LaMike James, Mike Vick, <laughs> Corey, Philly, Steve Brown. What's his name these days? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, call, right. we'll call him Philly Brown. We'll, we'll call him Philly. Well, maybe we don't call him Philly Brown until he actually does something. Yeah, that'd be nice. But yeah. no, actually, actually, he did catch a touchdown in week two, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. Is he from Philly? Is that why he's Philly Brown? I don't remember. I have what is, no idea. I have no, we should invest. Went to Ohio State. The source of the nickname. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, the, the other thing with this this Kansas City uh, Cincinnati game, Kansas City has allowed an average 
of 44.07 fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers this year. So Start Marv you got Jones. Marvin Jones. Yeah, buddy. Guess where Corey AJ Brown was Green born? And Philadelphia. Yes. Uh, uh, there, there you go. There you go. Look at that Re- research over there from Fabs. He's got sources up in Seattle. <laughs> I know. Just the Google <laughs> get, machine. Get out of here, rap sheet. We got Fabs covering <laughs> oh, everything no, right now. <laughs> no, no. Definitely not. All right, man. Should we do daily depth to get out of here? What? Should we hit a couple by low candidates quick and then I get out? Yes, we can. Sure. Why we, not? We kind of talked about a few. Yeah, Jeremy Hill we talked about. Um, Alshon Jeffrey we haven't really discussed too much. Uh, I like the whole Mike Evans discussion, though. Mike Evans is one, uh, and I wrote about him in, in that trade calls piece again, too, because he had his he was out for week one, very quiet week two. And then he had like he had a good game on the surface if you just look at the box score, like 100 yards or whatever last week. He got targeted 17 times, Whoa. though. Wow. No. 17. That's why if his owner didn't look at that stat yet, and it's just like, oh, great, he had 100 yards, didn't score a touchdown. Trade. Yeah. Send send offers that way because you're going to get a pro- likely top 10 receiver. You might actually return. be able to get him cheaper after this week if he can't get off uh, against Josh Norman. That's true. Well, Norman so, yeah. Norman was injured this week. I mean, that would be the ideal situation is Norman blankets Mike Evans. Right. Another sour week. Trade for him. Yeah, Mike yep. Evans had an unbelievable year last year, and, um, and you know, he can only get uh, – picked up 17 yards against Josh Norman last year. So it's uh, – and and I wrote an extensive piece on, on Josh. It's good. Check it out on awesome on, article. The, on the dot coms, boys. Awesome article. And girls. <laughs> and uh, and what he's been able to do against top flight receivers, uh, top end receivers, has just been unbelievable. He's he's right there, uh, statistically speaking, with all of the top five, top ten uh, corners in the game in both real life and in fantasy. Um, you look at his numbers; they compare very nicely uh, to like Vontae Davis and Aqib Talib. I mean, they're right there they are right there he he really should be considered uh one of these shutdown guys that you really need to keep an eye on when you got your fantasy wide receiver going to get uh, up against carolina uh now you mentioned this earlier fabs you would not trade for cj anderson right now you would trade him away yep okay i what actually about, just did you just did what league yeah. uh in the uh, nfl celebrity league ah. the miz and i made a deal he uh he, I have just ridiculous wide receivers in that league. Like, let's put it this way: I just traded him Emmanuel Sanders. It's a PPR league, and Jarvis Landry is still my three. Well, that's not a bad situation. So, nope. um, so I traded him Sanders and Anderson. I got back John Brown and Mark Ingram. So I got the upgrade at running back that I wanted, and uh, I, I downgraded a little bit of wide receiver, but not terribly. No, so not bad at all. My, my starting wide receivers in that league, I believe, are. Jordan Matthews and Julio Jones. That's pretty solid. So I'll take that. What do you guys think about trying to flip a deal for Martavis Bryant still? Ooh, I like it. Me too. You could probably get him on the yeah. cheap right for now. For peanuts, yeah. especially with especially Big Ben. Especially with Vic. Yeah. And Big Ben being out. Yeah. But I still think when Vic comes back, they're going to take some shots. Darius Hayward Bay was getting targeted too much. I mean, that's what it was. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. DHB is fantasy relevant right now. What happens when Martavis Bryant comes back? I like yeah. it. I and like it. Vic ah. and Bryant had a connection in the preseason, too, I think. There we go. Not mistaken. All right, there you DHB, go. DHB, you know, that that just it's kind of laughable to me. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, it's very laughable. Think, think about the world we're, fantasy world we're living in right now. Ted Ginn yeah. and DHB <laughs> are fantasy-relevant wide receivers. Yeah, buddy. Come on. Yeah, buddy. I as, like it. As you said, Fabs, the only thing that's predictable at the NFL is it's, it's unpredictable. unpredictable. Um, I, I just wanted to say, though, Andrew Luck, trade away or trade four? Well, I, think, I mean, I mean he's, four, he can unless, be had. Unless the shoulder's had. an issue. Yeah. So he has some good I, can't really give you, I can't really give you a definitive answer on that. Ooh. Just but you you got to like the upside if you're buying low. On yeah, yeah, now. yeah. Well, as long as he's got you know his wings okay. All right, so what are you, what are you moving for a guy like Andrew Luck? 
you're still going to have to give up a, a pretty good player. Yeah, uh, I, I can see someone. It's got it's got to be a high end. It's got to be a high end player. I mean, if you had the got, if I you mean, had Marius the LeSean- Thomas, like on that <clears throat> on that level, I mean, you're going to be giving away a really good player to get Andrew Luck. If People you are not the... going to not take value for him. Yeah, or hopefully you can flip like maybe a wide receiver two and an RB two mm-hmm. in that range two for, for him. One. Yeah, yeah, do like a two for one. How about if you had the combination of Carlos Williams and LaShawn McCoy? Trade those two for luck? Ugh, I no, wouldn't. I wouldn't take that no if I was way. a luck owner. No way. I don't know. You're, you're, well, you're you're trading you're trading for a headache. Yeah, you're well. You're trading like one. You're trading. You're trading like two people that are essentially one running back yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. for a quarterback. Yeah, that's that's like me saying, "Hey, I'll give you uh, you know take Matt Ryan for Matt Jones and Alfred Morris." I do. I do. <laughs> it's a, it's I an do actual two headed. I do think this though. I think if you had, I think Andrew Luck owners out there are certainly if they have a guy. Um, like Matt Ryan on their bench, if they've got a guy like Tyrod Taylor on their bench, I think they're looking to move Andrew Luck. They could be. Uh, yeah, I know that I'm. I, I, I'm. I know that I've got that very same situation, and I am looking to move uh, a guy like Andrew Luck for what? I'm not exactly sure. It's so hard to gauge but, value. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the people. But throw some offers out there, see what happens. All right, should we should we dap it and Let's get on with our out. lives? Extra, extra, read all about it. This is the day. All right, we start with the newcomer, the franchise, Matt Franciscovich. Come strong with your daily dad. I'm coming in strong today. I'm a music guy, as you guys know. And, uh, you are? I am going to. I didn't know that. Yeah, I used to work at Capitol Records. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. That's right. I'm and giving... by the way, I had the disadvantage of sitting between guys with really good hair today. <laughs> yeah, there's some strong hair game in there. Yeah, not mine, right but now. James and yeah. Sorry, uh, right. I didn't, you'll, I didn't you'll even do my hair though before today. the show. I didn't do my hair. Yeah, so. but you've got that good like bedhead look right now, James. <laughs> if only <laughs> the fans good, could good see. Good look. It. Even oh. Elliot Harrison is jealous of you. Oh, yeah, no, effortless. No, 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 no. If you just unbutton another button, and then you can get <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> I've got to get my protein shake going. Do my early morning run. Well, you run. were drinking muscle milk. I I'm on the muscle milk train now. Wait a minute. Do you do you have a man crush on Harrison? I of course. Who, who doesn't? doesn't? Oh, that's true. Who yeah. doesn't? Okay. All right, who wait. Doesn't? Franchise. Get I'm sorry. We got, we got get, get, a get, weird get. hair discussion there, but it was good. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Getting back to my daps, I am giving my daps to drummers out there. The drummers of bands, kids coming up taking lessons. Um, I, I, you know, I dabble in guitar a little bit. Every time I go to a show, I'm just so impressed by the drummer because I know I will never have the coordination to play that instrument, and I just think drummers everywhere. It's are, weird are too some because of the sickest dudes. Because drummers, if you ask them about drumming, they don't think about the drumming. I know it's just kind of like they just it just flows out like, of them. They're like a machine, right? Yeah. It's weird. And two of my buddies, best buddies in college, uh, Ravi and Mike D, to them. They introduced me to a bunch of these bands with sick drummers um, in college. Chad Sexton of Three Eleven, Carter Bilford of Dave Matthews Band, Neil Pert of Rush, Chad Smith, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Travis Barker, Blink One Eighty Two, all those guys inspire our younger generation of kids coming up what about, learning, uh, learning the instrument. What about Prigden from when he was with uh, our boys, the Mars Volta? One time at a Mars Volta show, me and my buddy yelled at him that he was a, a futuristic robot because yeah. he just – He was so good. He's like an animal, dude. If that you never heard nuts. the Mars Volta franchise and I one time geeked out about them for a while. Oh, Check yeah. Check them out. They're phenomenal. Love them. Mars Volta, Volta YouTube? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. I mean, they're, they're broken up now. Look, if, yeah, if, yeah, we are, if, we're, if we're good for anything – it's not fantasy advice. No. It is to Pick send yourself, you down. Co. It is good. <laughs> it, it is to send you down a good black hole of YouTube videos. Speaking of one, Chad Smith, the drummer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, strikingly resembles uh, Will Ferrell. 
and they did a thing. On, I remember that on Jimmy Fallon <laughs> a year or two ago, where they had a drum off, and it basically was like this, they look like twins. And I it love was just it. Really also weird. YouTube that. I don't mean to keep interrupting your dap, but you were kind of wrapping it up. Just saw an article posted on NFL.com. Yep, uh, I have it. Colts, up. Colts signed quarterback Josh with Andrew Johnson. Luck's status in doubt. Oh. On the Friday before a game, they waived cornerback Sean Prater and signed Josh Johnson. Yep. Oh, what? That, my that is goodness. No That's bueno. a red flag. That's what? a huge red flag. Oh, my John. So hopefully on the floor. you stay <laughs> till the end of this podcast because now, now let's go around the horn. Oh man! Like I mean, just just off of this news. Are you starting luck this I week? St- I'm, I'm still waiting for his status. The mighty Josh Johnson? I'm still waiting. I'm going to pick that's up a how, quarterback right That's now. how desperate the streets have gotten? Yes. That the Colts are signing Josh Johnson? Holy yep. cow. Oh, boy. What time is that game? It's oh a boy. 1 o'clock game, I so, think. So you can wait until game time. Oh you can wait until game time. I'm yeah. Th- use this weekend to try and get another quarterback though on your roster. Oh you well, you should have already. Oh, yeah, you should. That, should have. But yeah, then you're in trouble. I'm in yep. bad shape, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I am in bad shape here. Just ruined the podcast. <laughs> for me. Oh yeah. boy. All right, let's move on. Uh, Alex Gelhar, Wiz, you, you you gave us some great breaking news there. But how about uh, give me some daps? Well, speaking of news, I'm giving my dap to the Trevor Noah Run Daily Show. I've watched the first couple episodes. I didn't oh, catch last know. night's because I was uh, watching football. Any good? And getting to bed early. He's been very good. It's both uh, it's both fresh with his new perspective, but they've kept enough of the old show. Obviously, they have other segments. They still kept the moment of Zen at the end. He's obviously going to be they fine. They kept the moment of Zen. That's surprising. I was I was glad they did. The first episode, his first episode was coming to a close, and I'm like, man, I hope they keep the moment of Zen. So they kept it. But he's got a he's got a good perspective. He's got a global perspective. He grew up in you know South Africa. Yeah. And so far, he's been really great. So I've been I've been impressed, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sticking around. So daily dap to Trevor Noah for filling in some gargantuan shoes, yeah. taking over for John Stewart on the daily. Yeah. Show. I mean, what's that saying, right? You don't want to be the guy that uh, that fills in for the guy, but uh, you want to be the guy after the guy that fills in for the guy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if he's doing well, that's great for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. So check it out. Give him, give him a chance. By the way, I feel like we've entered officially a new generation now because late night is totally different. Yeah, it, for the whole first time, changing of the guard in decades, right? I mean, just top to bottom, it's just everyone's new now. Yeah, it's I great. S- I saw something for the most part. Like all of the guys on the main late night shows have been there for like two or three years or less because it's mm-hmm. Colbert, right? Uh, Myers, and I mean Fallon's been there for a while now. But, but even then, and I now mean, he's no relatively new. Yeah. You know? But no Leno, no Letterman, no Stewart. Those guys were staples for the last. I mean, John Stewart was on the Daily Show desk for like 17 years or crazy. something. Leno and Letterman were what 20 and 20, 30 years, 20 right? Years, that too, 25 right? Years. Exactly. So. so for the first time, we we've got a full like just fresh take on, on late night. Which yeah, is, I think it's great. It's awesome. I think it's great. Uh, Michael Fabiano, dat me. Hello. Is he trying to? That's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> I was watching your weird little smile as you were on your phone, Fabs. I'm like, oh, he's trying to cue something up. My Yankees <laughs> uh, reached the playoffs for the first time since 2012. I know it's the play-in game, and if we lose, we lose. But I did not think the Yanks would even make the playoffs this year. Um, what, was, what a troubled fandom you've lived with. Them. Oh, I know. Made the playoffs difficult. for the Listen, first time since 2012. <laughs> you guys forget, the Cowboys stunk for a really long time before last year. So uh, it hasn't been all roses, let's put it that way, but – uh, great stuff for the Yankees. They actually have a lot of new guys who haven't made the playoffs on this team. A lot of youngsters, including Dylan Batances. Uh, Brian McCann and I were texting last night after the game because uh, I had to congratulate him on, on making it. Um, listen, the Yankees are like my first love. You know, I've been a Yankee <laughs> fan since I was eight. The Cowboys were like 1A. 
I started watching baseball first because I come from a family of Italian Yankee fans, and my grandfather and my father are all Yankee fans. So it's always good to see the Bombers in the playoffs. And when New York teams are in the playoffs in baseball, man. The Mets, just, Mets well, made it Mets too, man. Just, it's it's going to be a Could different you, kind of feel this season. Can you imagine, though, if like the – the Yankees can they it can meet in the World Subway Series. Subway no, Series, no, yeah. No, well, it, it it can't. It's possible. I don't think the Yankees are getting there. It, no. happen, it happened. Either team in is getting there, and I don't yeah. think the Mets are getting yeah. there either. I don't but think I mean, heck, I remember 2000. I was actually working at CBS Sports Line in downtown, like five minutes from the Trade oh, Center. Man, in 2000, before uh, before the Trade Center attack, and um, you know that that's right where they have the Parade of Champions. Oh yeah. Oh, it was it was awesome. That'd what be crazy. Very cool. I mean, I'm not going to be watching any of it because football's on. But right. Listen. But I, I like last I like night. Po- postseason baseball is fun. I just wish it happened than... at a different time. Yeah, there is something better than postseason <laughs> baseball. It's called football. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, but if the Brewers are in the playoffs, you're going to be paying attention. I would watch those games. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, I'm not watching anything else. It, yeah, it's funny know. how baseball's hyper local. I, I, yeah. I just I like it, it is fun. There's a great atmosphere. Just put it in like August before football comes. <laughs> put it in August. I love ba- it. Ba- that's that's my quick quick uh, soapbox. Baseball is a summer sport. You right. go tailgate. Okay. It, that's your sign when summer's here. Kids go to day games because they're out of school. Like <clears throat> when when they have to start the season? February? Just take take a few games off. Play a few more double headers. Like, I know they're never going to because there's too much revenue that comes yeah, from the games, exactly. and they're 162 games. Oh, my God, 162 games? Yeah, they oh need to cut God. it down to, like, 122. Yeah, that would be perfect. That'd be great. Perfect. Give these guys a couple extra days off. They're a little fresher. They're not as jaded. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that would also help the reporters, too, because the reporters are so jaded from covering these oh games. Oh, God, yeah. They get salty at the end of oh the Oh, my year. gosh. Baseball beat reporters. I mean. That is that is the beat. That's get oh, beat that down is, that on that. Rough. That like, is Daily dap to baseball beat no, reporters. Not going to daily dap them. You know why? <laughs> you know why? Having been in those locker rooms as a uh, a local news guy. Yeah. All right. Like they're the worst people to deal with. <laughs> I'm sorry, baseball beat writers, but it's true. You know it's true as well. You don't like dealing with your own kind. You know it. <laughs> All right, you know cool. it. What's your dap? <clears throat> all right. Here. So my <laughs> my dap is going to go to. Uh, all those fans over across the pond, man. Yeah, baby. The Brits have been uh, been tweeting us uh, at the NFL Fantasy Live handle quite a bit. Our Adam Rank uh, does a little segment with Sky Sports over there uh, overseas as well. Um, we've got a good, very, very good relationship, the NFL does, and NFL Fantasy, uh, with those tremendous fans really all, all around the world. But I'm surprised by the number of fans that listen to the podcast, watch the show, uh, watch the show online, and really follow the NFL Fantasy Twitter handle uh, and ask all of us a lot of questions from England, uh, Ireland, uh, Great Britain all across, and then especially in Australia and New Zealand as well. Yeah, it's cool to see, and they really get up for the games too, so that's that's always fun to see. It's yeah. a pretty good atmosphere, despite the fact that some of the games in London haven't been the greatest recently, right. but it's always a good atmosphere, and the crowd gets excited for yeah, it. Yeah, no so. doubt about it. So I'll, I'll give them daily dabs, man. Good stuff. I, so it's good. You yeah. know what's cool? I want to hear, what are those soccer things they call? The Zuzu Vea, whatever the Yeah, the Zuzu Vea. Oh, yeah. oh, dude, let, I want to hear that during the football <laughs> games, NFL games. <laughs> Well, that was a, that was a South African thing. That would be very but cool. It was, but you know the uh, the 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 chants and the cheers that go up right, in the crowd. Right, it's yeah. a very lively crowd. Yep. Um, maybe in in a lot of ways more so than a lot of American stadiums, uh, because yeah. a lot of American fans get priced out. And some of the some of the fan base is like, we're looking at you, St. Louis. That place is like oh, when the Pittsburgh mausoleum. played there. When Pittsburgh played there, I think they had a. Uh, more yeah, fans. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, there were so many terrible towels in that crowd. Yeah. yeah. It, it was well, not I a mean, good look for They'll be the L.A. Rams soon. Yeah. Oh, boy. 
plus the field caught on fire. Yeah, there, was, there was that too. <laughs> There's that. Just it took the field catching on fire for the Rams to get some press. Just yeah. a buckle, right? Yep. All right, we love you, Rams. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, no, but that's going to do it for us today. I appreciate everybody listening out there. Appreciate all the kind words on Twitter. You've been listening to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. For the Wiz Kid franchise, Fabs, I'm James Coe. We're out. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings for the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.